Welcome. To back. Our, we're back. Welcome back. We are back. Second episode of Wismas Podcast. Mm. And it's Freedom Day. Freedom Day, 19th of July, 2021. How are we feeling about it, mate? <sighs> COVID restrictions lifted. I don't know. Masks off. Yeah, but obviously when we went to the shop earlier, <clears throat> it sort of felt like people were still, well, everyone was, wasn't it? We're still wearing their masks yeah. and like that. So I don't really know how it's going to go obviously all in good time we should we should tell but yeah clubbing again more like mm. not that i'm gonna go clubbing because <laughs> yeah, exactly. i don't care but <laughs> i mean for the you know young generation out there who've been locked away for for a long time and bored mm. then people that have been 16 17 and now they're 18 this is probably a very very important day for them exactly not to, not to, sorry no i feel like it is a generational thing though so you're talking about obviously we're only talking about people kind of our age, people a little bit younger than us. Do you think this? Do you think the older generation are looking at this, looking at everyone going clubbing now, looking at people? And I suspect they probably think that most people that aren't going to wear the masks are people our age. Yes, they're going to have a complete and utter. They're just going to blame us again. I think yeah. I feel like anyway, um, like it's our fault. Cool, mm. blame the young people. It's the easiest thing to do. I get it, but um. Bollocks. Right. <laughs> no, it is bollocks. I haven't sworn yet, actually. I thought I'd get it swear word in there. Things going a little bit. Get it off my chest. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's nice to see the country going, you know, the right way. But then obviously, now more than ever, cases of, well, especially around here, through the roof. Mm. No, exactly. And I feel like that's, gonna, that's what's going to be the problem is. I mean, we were talking about this the other day. Now that they've set this so-called freedom day, mm. they can hardly go back to, you know... Lockdown, lockdown. day. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they can't go back to lockdown. <laughs> they can't. Well, I mean, they can try. I don't... Honestly, I feel like there should, should be a rebellion mm. if they do try. I agree with you. Um, someone should get killed for it. Is that too far? Is that too far to say? <laughs> I don't know. Boris Johnson, you know, would be surprised if he got assassinated. Mm. But no, no, that is the thing. Seriously, it's like they they now, you know, let's say, for example, in like September, October, or in like late autumn or whatever, mm. they try and lock the country down again. I don't think people should forget the fact that what a lot of MPs have done recently, what people like Boris Johnson have done, is they've literally, you see this thing, you see, you know, the NHS test and trace app. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And they obviously like ping you when you've been within like someone rate. has got it. Yeah, yeah, of course. A lot. I, there was this thing a couple of weeks ago about several MPs. Basically, they would be pinged by the app, and the people just delete it because there's like there's that thing where you can get fine because they like because they can track your phone. They make sure that you're self isolating. I'm pretty sure they ring you and be and they're like, yeah, you are self isolating, aren't you? Or they can't even come to your door. Uh, I do know that. Yeah, and so I just feel like now a lot of people because senior government's done it because you know high up people have done it everyone else will go oh, hang on why the fuck should i listen yeah. to the government yeah. i'll just do my own thing i think they've definitely fucked it for themselves yeah um, well they've proven that they can't no be trust, listened to yeah there's no trust there now and rightfully so fucking you can't it's not one rule for them another for us mm. you know what i mean that's completely bang out of order i think any normal sane person should genuinely now look at not necessarily politics as a whole but the mps you know, in around COVID, and they should not even look at them seriously because it's fucking bang out of order what they've done. Exactly. You know, it's like I'll oh, set an example for the country, and if the people that represent all the counties and represent the country can't do it themselves, yeah. Why the fuck is anyone else going to listen to? Why is Dave down the street with three kids? Exactly. Going to listen. Exactly. You know, like, why should he? Why should Dave listen? Um, I don't actually know. But yeah, so I think this. Uh, I, I half wonder whether, well, everyone, I, I feel like everyone suspects anyway, but like they're just trying to do it for population morale. I.e., people are so, there are so many people that are fed up of wearing masks. Yeah. And fed up of just like not being able to hug people or social distancing or whatever. To be honest with you, I suspect mo most people that I know and most people I hang out with, no one's listened to that for ages anyway. Yeah, exactly. So that's why when you say about Freedom Day, it's like to me, I've, I mean, I've, I've had freedom since we come out of obviously lockdown, well, sort of come out of the first time when the pubs reopened. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That was my sort of freedom day. Mm. 
and that's and this is this is what I think is going to be difficult for businesses and stuff like that. Like the pub that I work in, there was a guy in there yesterday, and he was like, "I cannot wait to order at the bar tomorrow." He's like, "The first thing we're going to do is come in here and order at the bar." And we were sitting there, we were like, um, well, we don't actually know if we're going to allow you to order the bar. You might still have to wear a mask when you come in. Really? We're probably still going to do table service. Yeah. I just feel like now it's like so many people are going to make different decisions. Yeah. Some people are going to be yeah. like, no, you don't need to wear a mask, order at the bar. And people are going to be like. Which I think is going to cause, it. Not, not divide as such, but that will cause mayhem. Because you might go to one pub and think you can do one thing. Mm-hmm. Well, not just a pub, but like a restaurant anywhere. Yeah. Hospitality wise. And think that you can do that, and then the minute that you can't do that, you're gonna. I oh, know I would. You'd get up and all your rights about, like, oh, it's my fucking right. Yeah. Well, no, that's the thing. It's so vague, but like the rules are so vague, and it's so kind of like pubs are gonna make decisions decisions unilaterally now. So one pub you go into, they'll be like, no, you can't like do your thing. You don't need to wear a mask or at a bar. And let's say you're on a pub call, and you go to the next pub. Yeah. And then they're like, no, sorry, you've got to wear a mask. You're gonna be like why yeah, yeah. Like, kind of just like the needs to I, everything's so vague all the instructions and guidelines are so it's not just that but the opinions of, <clears throat> of the landlords and other places are so different you've got some people that genuinely could not give a fuck and just yeah. want people in people people money money that's fine and then you've got other people who are cautious and don't want obviously an, another major outbreak or whatever mm. So it's very difficult to manage, to be fair. But what, what the fuck do you do? What, what do you do? Yeah. You can't live your whole life or the rest of your life sort of limiting yourself to, to life as a whole. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that because of this and that. Like, yeah. And that's what I think I saw a good thing on Twitter. I think it was even this morning. It was like someone was talking about how it's got to the point where, I mean, they've said it for ages that like COVID's going to have to be something that like we get used to and live with a bit like you know a bit like hiv a bit like you know any kind of disease yeah. or illness whatever we're just going to have to end up living with it and i think in like 50 years time covid will just be one of those things that still kills people off but it's like you know it's, it's um it's handled well yeah what's the word i could use a better word there but yeah definitely um but this is what i mean about like people who are double vaccinated right so realistically what, what's the I don't understand like, what else can they do mm. what else can you do as a person you've got vaccination twice now what you what i've still got to sit inside my house have i or fucking do you know what i mean and i just think you can't live your life out you've got, you got to go on yeah you've been stabbed twice carry on do you know what i mean <laughs> carry on what do you think Keep about calm and carry on what do you think about these covid passports is that actually a thing well they, i don't know whether they get they've like hummed and hard about it for ages I feel like a very good way to get everyone, well, not everyone, but a lot of the population to get a vaccine. It's very, very smart in that sense, but mm. it's just a bit fucking long, a bit pointless. Do you it's wonder, not normal either. Do you, do you, do you get, do you sympathise with the, with the people that are anti-vaxxers? Yeah, of course. You've got to see, you've got to be able to see both sides. Um, we don't know what's in these, vac- we don't. We don't know, like we said the other day, we don't know if we're going to have three or four legs mm. grow out of us or like deformed children yeah do you know what I mean like or so we don't know that we haven't got the answers like we have to trust the experts and I feel like that's very scary as well like putting your trust in people you don't even fucking know but it's all over media as the thing to do so you sort of like have to go with the wave um, so then people that don't want that absolutely fair enough like completely fair enough but then then that's the problem it's like okay yeah that's fair enough you've got like <clears throat> you have free will to not get a vaccine you can go and do that but then they are going to be you know rejected from pubs from clubs from going on holiday you know traveling all that kind of Which stuff i don't think that's, that's how's that fair like that's then that isn't free will that isn't giving the person a chance but then people that are vaccinated people that have been stabbed twice are going to sit there and go well hang on why, why the fuck did i do it then you know i did it i did it because i thought i'd be admitted to pubs and all that kind of shit but that's wrong then i think like you you should get the vaccine because you want to look after yourself. Mm. You can sit there and but it's go, looking up, But that, that's the whole thing. It's like, it's not just looking after yourself, it's looking after everyone around you as well. That's why, the, that's why masks are introduced. Yeah, no, yeah like I, I get that completely. But like, like I said to someone the other day, like, it really is survival of the fittest out here. That, that is like natural selection, I don't know, evolution, whatever, like dog eat dog out here. Do you mm. know what I mean? You, you can't, avoid something if you're going to get it 
to me, I feel like you're going to get it whether you be careful this year or the next year, mm. tomorrow or next week. If you're going to get it, you're going to get it, especially if you're like, um, not what's the opposite of immune. I can like you, you can easily get it, easily get it. Like people who are at high risk, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Them people, like them high risk people, to me, it's like, completely understand. Fair enough. Because you guys, like, if you do get it, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? But that doesn't mean like, if they could, so what? They have to like, now like live their life inside a box. Do you know what I mean? Because of, because of that. And it's, it's just not, you can't live. Mm. You no longer live your life. You, mm. You're getting told what your life like, is now, really. Mm. And that ain't living, is it? Doing and that's it. what, I think that's where people are impatient. Like people are just completely fed up now. Yeah. Well, fucking hell. It's like a year and a half, you know, people haven't been able to go to funerals, weddings. Yeah. And actually like, I don't know, take part in some cool activities. I don't know. Like, have fun, live your life. No one's been able to do that for so long. And there's still people out there who fucking being anal about it. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, why are you on this earth? Like, what are you actually on this earth for then if you're just going to be fucking told by some blonde cunt, right, who was born into wealth, probably, good for him, went to fucking eat and, again, good for him, right? He's told you this. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm just going to fucking listen to him then. Like, I just don't understand, like... I think, yeah, that's the thing. It, the whole thing, it just boils down to trust, doesn't it? And I think, like, that's the thing, like, people are now looking at Boris Johnson going, you're hardly the fucking messiah of, you know, goodwill <laughs> and fucking listening to people and doing what you should be doing. Yeah, exactly. Because he just basically puts his fingers up to everyone all the time. Just goes, well, two days ago, wasn't it? Two days ago, when, when he got pinged at the track and chase, him and that other mate... Yes, and they weren't. Then they weren't going to isolate. They're like, no, oh, we're now taking part in this new pilot scheme. This, oh right, how fucking convenient! <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I literally read it, and I was like, mate, you're literally shoving your finger up this entire country's asshole. Yeah, and and everyone's just allowing it to happen. Fuck off! And then obviously, then he did obviously um change. And now he's isolating or whatever. But this is this is what I mean. Like, there's no trust in the government. So we're sort of like, everyone's making their own decision. And I feel like that's, that's where like the harsh reaction comes from. Like that's where like, it's now like opinions are completely polarized. Yeah. But I kind of wish we had someone that was like, no, like, uh, you know, I will stay inside. I will adhere to all of these rules. So like that, cause you, I feel like it is people like us going, live your fucking life. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like see your friends, hang out with people, like see your loved ones. Give kiss them a fucking, yeah, yeah. Give them a kiss. Lick their faces. Yeah, exactly. And other people, I, you know, for me, it's genuinely astounding that there are some people that haven't hugged someone for fucking year. Yeah, Literally have not hugged someone for a year. Yeah, that like, scared of this. Yeah. Which I completely understand because it's killed a lot of people. Mm. But it's also very sad because they haven't had that emotion. Mm which is so important as a human being, that emotion of love and affection and touch. Yeah. It, it does blow my mind that people out there that haven't done that. And, you know, that's why, like, I don't know, like, it needs to sort of come to an end. So July 19th, 2021, onwards and upwards. Freedom, mate. What's next on the agenda? Um, feminism. That's, 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 that's what we have. Fuck, you know. I'm looking forward to this. I'm, I'm, I'm wild. <laughs> I have literally waited a long time <laughs> to talk about this. Right, go on then. What, what, what are you where, thinking? Where you would think? you even start? It's, it's very difficult. I mean, we should just say... We should have had a woman. We should. We on. definitely should. We definitely should have. Because then, it, well, it would have been... Mostly to probably neutralise this room. Um, but to kind of offer a woman's perspective yeah of course oh, definitely we, we can, we're now going to sit here and just say a lot of men's stuff about yeah being a man yes <laughs> like i don't know like ah go on then what's what is when you when you hear feminism when yeah. you see stuff like on social media when people talk about feminism what what is it to you what is it what does it represent to me in this day and age and i may be completely fucking wrong here but to me feminism in this day and age is an abundance of hypocrisy. Do you know what I mean? And I don't know if that's so bang out, but like, I mean it in the sense that the feminism that I see and that I witness, you know, and read about online from feminists, hmm. to me, 
is an attack on men, which I feel like that is not what feminism should be, what it should be about. Which, like, do you know what I mean? That makes sense. I, I always thought that a feminist, and I'm, I'm again probably fucking wrong, but I always thought a feminist was someone who believed in women having equal rights as a man. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. And if that is what it is, I don't fucking see that. I don't see that. I see a lot of hate on men in this, in, in this day and age. Rightfully so sometimes, of course. But my main fucking annoyance is that I want all them things for a woman. But there are a lot of things in this world that women just can't do. And that's down to like science, it's normal biology. Like, like I can't give birth to fucking kids. Like, yeah. Okay. So when you, but like, because I've, I'll, I'll tell you why I think about it. And then, <clears throat> so, and then we'll agree I, or disagree. First of all, in order to like, the whole, I, I, I kind of understand what you mean about there, there are definitely uh, people out there that, would kind of put the argument, like, put an argument for feminism forward by, like, I know, like, subjugating men or kind of, like, attacking men and yeah. being like it. Which I can understand, because if, if you're, if you're, I mean, we can't understand if not women, but, yeah. like, yeah. I guess that their reaction is, like, they hear all this stuff about, you know, unequal opportunity and all that kind of stuff, and they go, yeah, well, fuck men. I get that. I understand that. I understand as to why it would be piss you off but like i just thought feminism initially started to gain that equal uh, equalness yeah do you know what i mean yeah uh, so the, the way i understand it is literally equal opportunity equal rights equal kind of everything yeah equal everything well within reason because like i was saying about science and biology and how you know the male body bone structure things like that we you know what I mean? like, like, like labor work do you know what I mean like graft of, of course women there are strong women out there of course there is Stronger than me and you, Granny, but like, yeah. But like, statistically, men are just stronger than women. That's just a fact. And there's no need to like get upset or cry about it. It's just a fact. But it's all, yeah, it's all I about can't give birth to children. Fact. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't argue that. It's a fact. Does that upset me? No. Personally, from hearing stories from women about how horrible it is, no. I'm very <laughs> glad. I, I can't. I'm grateful. <laughs> if anything, cheers, women. Like, thank you. Do you know, but do you know what I mean? Like, what I'm saying is that we can't, we just can't do that. Mm. And but I think that, that's like not a man's fault. Yeah. And it's not bang out of order to say that. Like, it's not bang out of order for a man to go to woman, I'm stronger than you. I just don't think that's like. I think it's then how about like the consequences of that? And I think because the way that like I was taught it and the way that I kind of um, looked at it at uni, for example, was talking about like within the working world and like looking at CEOs of companies and looking yeah. at the percentage of women that do like our managers yeah and the percentage of women that have high up jobs <clears throat> and those statistics are forgive me because I've forgotten them but they're so low I think it's like in Europe it's like seven percent something like that which is so wrong all the top companies the CEOs are women seven percent so I, I, it might not be seven percent but it's a really low number and I think there, there's this there's this metaphor called the glass ceiling, right. which is related to, I think it is basically related to kind of any demographic, but it's used a lot in feminism to talk about how, like you're working your way up a work ladder. Yeah. And for, for men, it's, there's no ceiling there. So you keep working your way up, okay. you get to see, yeah. But for women, there is this invisible ceiling that they can't get past. I love that metaphor, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then which leads to, you know, wage gaps. Yeah. And it leads to, fewer opportunities for women and i can i completely understand that I can, you know why shouldn't let's say you've yep. got uh so two people a man and a woman both equally qualified they've both done exactly the same thing and yet the man just gets chosen because he's a man i think in a way i mean i thought like that, like that scenario that that scenario would come down to who was making that decision exactly if a man was making that decision he would probably choose a man but that's the thing. It's, well, actually, because, that's, it's, that's because, actually, it, it's because it is hugely men making those decisions. But then actually, at the same time, I feel like I'd be wrong in saying that. I feel like it depends on the job role. Mm. I feel like if a man went to go and employ as like a receptionist against a woman and a man was making a decision, I feel like a man would choose the woman to be a receptionist. Yeah, but that's, that's because... That, that's that's, the thing that's down like, to a different men... sort of topic of, of, of like, you know, sort of probably like male predatory... Yeah, no, 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 I think that's what people will say. It boils down to the fact that 
women have been put in these pigeonholes yeah. of jobs yeah. that only women do and yeah. like there are only men that are like scaffolders yeah. or bricklayers or you know like take on those kind of menial jobs and stuff like that what winds me up is i don't like no one's picking up a fuss about that do you know what i mean like not them scaffolders are just men hmm. I don't, do you think that they're at work thinking like, oh, I wish I could be a fucking secretary or like some sort of stereotypical woman job, but they can't because they're in their own stereotypical man job. Do you know what I mean? It's very both ways. It yeah. really is. Yeah. And I think and that's when it boils down to education. Like we've been like, think of when you're at school, they're like, you know, no, no teacher comes up to boys and goes, <clears throat> Yeah, you're going to be a receptionist, or this is what you you should consider doing. This uh, when you're in school, and like they do, it is the case of yeah. like, oh well, if you don't want to go to sixth form, if you don't want to go to uni, if you don't want to go up to higher education, then do this stereotypical man job. Yeah, and for girls, do this stereotypical, you know, yeah, just kind of yeah, hair and beauty, and men yeah. go do brick painting. Yeah, like that. I think within feminism, I think a lot of people are trying to say it shouldn't necessarily be that way. It's, it, a lot of it should be based on men. It should definitely and not be that way. What I was saying, obviously, originally was about how the feminism that I see, a lot of, like, hate towards men there, which obviously it would be. And I understand as to why they hate men, but I just feel like you're, it's, like, sort of hypocritical. Do you mm. know what I mean? I just feel like... It's a difficult situation because I feel like Twitter is, I, I would really, I would definitely take everything on Twitter with a pinch. So I would be mm. so wary of Twitter because you do get a lot of people on Twitter that are, well, on any subject, yeah. but like that will be so, so aggressive. It's so extreme as well in their yeah. views. Yeah. And it's kind of like, that's, that's because Twitter a lot of times is just an echo chamber. Like everyone wants to, like, it's all people are like looking for stuff that they want to hear. Looking for them likes yeah. and retweets. Exactly seeming relevant <clears throat> that's society as a whole though really isn't it yeah I'd, i i think it's just i don't know it's it's worth talking to like there are obviously different waves of feminism and like there are radical feminists yeah, and there are like feminists, yeah. and stuff like that but i feel like the kind of the feminism as i understand it is as, as we've said it's like equal opportunities and all that kind of thing that you shouldn't be so what discriminated your, against what are your thoughts on it I mean, like, I definitely don't think that. Well, based on statistics, I mean, we can we can look this up to the girls. Okay, well, okay, because I want women to have the same that as as a man has. Like, not be the, be the first to say that. There's no reason as to why women shouldn't earn exactly the same value. I don't understand really why there ever was that sort of gap. Um, but then when it comes, but there's a, there's only one sort of subject where I can see why men get paid more, and that's sport. People kick, up, people kick up the fuss about women in football compared to male football and the answer is so fucking clear it's looking them right in the eyes. Male football, the money that that makes is ridiculous. The amount of money gets pumped into like male football mm. is ridiculous. It ain't the same for women. Like It's not replicated. So but, that is literally <clears> why women will never, well not never, but they won't get paid the same. I say never actually. I don't know if if people do enjoy watching women football just as much as men, I don't. I personally don't because the quality of football is not as good. I think that's what it boils down to. It's like women's tennis. Love, well. I love women's tennis, but then a lot of a lot of like diehard tennis fans. Yeah, they know that. I mean, I'm sure like there are some incredible women tennis players. Of course there are, but when it kind of boils down to quality, yeah. quality of sport, and when you're watching elite sport and you're watching elite sports yeah. people, <clears throat> you want to see you, the best. You want to see the best. And the best get paid the best. But, the, but then... It's literally that, isn't it? When you're saying, like, more money gets pumped into men's football, well, that's so who makes those decisions? Do you think it's men making those decisions? Do you think it's... Oh, yeah. You know, that, and I think that's what some, you know, a lot of women are trying to say, is, like, the people that make the big decisions, the people that pump the money into these, into these companies... I think, yeah, but I think, other. yeah, but that's only... I feel like that comes on sort of, like, just knowledge of the sport probably like obviously loads of women out there know loads of people probably more than me and, and yourself mm. definitely of course but like then people right at the top have probably been born into like wealth they have money there's yeah. so many more factors as to why they're not just because they are a man um 
also it, like I feel like it, it's only in the recent like last sort of 10, 15 years when women football is really trying to like make a breakthrough. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So before that, you got like hundred, you know, probably more more than a hundred years worth of a male dominated sport. That's because you know women. Of course, why, women why would there be why would allowed they, why to play football? Why would there be any women at the top then? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, you're right, and I think that's what that's what feminism them, is. Them men to... at the top right now, you know, UEFA and the FA, all that stuff, they're probably like 60, 70 years, and they are, they're really old men. Yeah, they've been there probably for a long time, etc. Like that is why. Yeah. Next 20, 30 years, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot will change in, in terms of quality, I think, and especially sport. Mm. Yeah, women now commentating on match a day. That's what I was going to say, like Alex Scott, isn't she? Did you see, like, there was a massive reaction to her coming on? Was it the presenter for the BBC football? Or she's doing match of day? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And loads of people, you know, people were complaining about the fact that she's a woman. She's a woman and she's what? I mean, for me, why should I make a fucking difference? You know what I mean? Like, as you said, there there will be, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're a, a male or a female. If you know your stuff about football, if you know, you know how stuff, that, yeah. or any sport or any kind of subject, it shouldn't matter what who the fuck you are. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> if you're qualified to do that kind of thing, if you're if you're if you're going to work hard at it, and you know, you deserve the right to be there. Exactly. But that's how we look at it as sort of. I'd like to think normal mm. thinking, and you know, young, not well, sort of young, obviously, people like. What about then? I think this is a obviously another part, another kind of sector is like household roles and within the family and like a kind of a man's position in the family, a woman's position in the family. Because as we know, like, you know, it's always that classic case of traditionally in, in a kind of conservative manner, it's like the man is the breadwinner, the woman yeah. stays at home. It's yeah. kind of like them typical jokes about him, you know, being in the kitchen and that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard on me because, you know, my dad. My dad does all the cooking and, you know, he does all the washing up and the washing. Not always, but majority of the time. Yeah. He's a man. So, um, I don't... Personally, I think, you know, them kitchen jokes, yeah, they're funny. I think they're funny. It's just like an old-time joke. It's not... I don't think it can be malicious because it's not, it's just, you know, genuine. Something should still be allowed to be a joke. Fucking hell. Do you know what I mean? If you genuinely think that people, women belong in the kitchen... Then you obviously you need yourself looking at, but it doesn't mean that you can't laugh at that sort of thing that probably would would have been funny. Especially if you've like studied history and understand sort of the growth of women in general, then 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 kitchen jokes, fuck it, laugh at it. But I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't think. I personally think it comes down to quality it should be equal. Take mm-hmm. it in turns. It's like anything. Don't know, go on a date. The man gets you know paid for it one one week or one day. The woman should pay the next. Yeah, but then also that could come down to finances. Someone might earn more, and they'd rather just pay because it's easier for you, whether they're a man or or a woman. That's yeah, that's what I'd say. I think it, it comes down to quality. Um, it shouldn't even be a thing, but it is huge, <clears throat> absolutely huge. I was thinking while we were talking, and we haven't done enough laughing yet. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm a bit worried. You know what I mean? No one's no one's laughing, and it's sort of which is kind of bad because the next topic I have is grief. How about we don't do grief yet? We'll, we'll do. We'll I do yeah, I don't we'll think I'm really life after that. uni because I think that could be a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> that is a joke, mate. Yeah, but that means we have to finish on grief. I don't know. Right, okay, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want, give it a, give it a. <laughs> life after uni Brannigan you recently just finished three years three years yeah at Sussex University hmm. tell us about that first yeah it's hard I mean no it was it was really good I mean like Bryson as a city is Absolutely incredible city, as you well know. Yes, um, I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's really good. I mean, Sussex is what, like, as with all universities, it's kind of like, it's very, makes a lot of noise, like the students make a lot of noise politically, and, you know, even when it comes to stuff like feminism, you know, but I, you know, there are- well, I, I realised that when I was down there the other day, and I, mm. I thought, like, fuck me, everyone here, no one's afraid to be different, which yeah. I really like. 
Yeah. I really like that. You look around and you've got some peculiar looking people. Yeah. And that to me is like, it's interesting. That's probably, that's, that will be, I think that is a reflection of the fact that Brighton is a student city because students typically, like, I think it gets to the point where they're like, they kind of like own themselves. They're like, I don't give a fuck. I'll wear what I want to wear. I'll do what I want to do. I'll act on that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think obviously where we come from as well, the countryside, when you go to cities like that and you see that mix out, of people. Yeah, you like it's just a complete mix of people um, from all different backgrounds, all walks of life. Um, Which I think personally, that, that to, to some people, especially like yourself coming from the countryside, going down, it's quite daunting really to, mm. to be someone, to then go somewhere and then sort of realise that, hang on a minute, I could be, f- I could be fucking anyone. But I, think, I think actually, on the other hand, people embrace that because they go, I've been stuck in the, wherever I've been stuck in and I kind of felt like I couldn't be myself and I couldn't get out. express myself. I can't, I can't get out. Yeah. And like, it's that whole kind of thing of like education is that passport out of places. It's yeah. out of like into cities, into meeting new people, into meeting loads of different people. So yeah, I mean like, I've met loads of, loads of sick people, you know, people that I'll be friends with forever. Um, but I think like the university, I mean like, yeah, tell us more about that. Tell us yeah, about I think at, I think at the end of the day, I mean, like personally, you know, I, I can only talk personally, but like, I, you do go there for the experience. You go there to like make friends and go out, like be on nights out and make those memories. Like, yeah, fine, you're there to to study your course, but I genuinely could not tell you one person that I know that absolutely loved their course and like devoted, devoted their whole time. Yeah, to it, yeah, and they like. <clears throat> devoted themselves to it and they went yeah I want to fucking get involved I mean it is literally a case of like yeah I've got a lecture or yeah I've got to do like this bit of reading or whatever but after that I'll just sack it off and you know go on the search go on the search exactly. for like three days exactly it sounds like an absolute fucking laugh it is a ball no it is a ball but like at the same time it's a bit of a ball ache because you kind of <laughs> have to like you like you do all that stuff and yet you still have all those uni deadlines you still like you sit there and you're like I'm 20 I'm 20 21 years old I'm still doing fucking like the same shit I was doing five years ago at school. I'm still sat here writing essays. I'm yeah. still sat here reading. Studying, shit. yeah. And especially when it's something, you know how it was even when you were at school and yeah. you have like, oh, you were good at art. I hate that. And you go into art and you're like, I literally don't want to be here. You know, and you don't even work for it. And you don't want to work hard for it. Yeah. It's like when you, you know, I kind of fell out of love with my course. I didn't, you know, I wasn't that engaged with it. I think, especially for a lot of students as well, coronavirus has really made people disengage with their girls because yeah. they're just like there's no motivation I'm not actually going into uni I'm not going to be in lecture theatres I'm not going to have that experience like, yeah like, so be able to talk to like your classmates as well potentially about about the course exactly yeah of course um, so it's yeah I mean like it's definitely an, an experience worth having because you kind of it, it teaches you to stand on your own two feet you know like if you're ill no one's going to look after you if you're hungry no one's going to cook food for you all that kind of clothes stink no, no one's gonna, gonna smell them. Smell them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we got laughter. <laughs> no one's gonna smell. Them. <laughs> but no, I, I, no, no one's. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like you do, it, like you're forced to do that shit for yourself, and, and you quite literally stand on your own TV, which is very, very important. I think as someone going from 18 years old to 21 or however old, you know what I mean? I think that's so vital. That isn't to say, like, I, I feel like that, the annoying thing that annoy, annoys me about that, the divide between people that have gone to uni and that haven't, is like, I mean, that's where social media and things like that are dangerous. Because I can understand people's qualms with students. And like, they're all, they always seem to be mad about shit. It's what I mean about like, people like, places like Sussex, especially, is a very, very left-wing uni. It's quite a politically active uni. Um, a lot of them are, to be honest. They kind of they create so, so much. You weren't allowed to have a different opinion. I think at the end of the day, you don't because, like, and you actually won't end up having a different opinion because it is an echo chamber, and it is like if you're surrounded by all those people. At the end of the day, you surround yourself by people that think and feel the same as you, pretty much. Give or take, you might disagree on some stuff, but at the end of the day, you basically have similar interests. You basically want to do the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think you will gravitate towards those kind of people at you. Um, and in any social circle, I don't, I, that's but isn't that, isn't that just sort of like life though? Like you should, you should do those things that you, you want to yeah. be around the people that yeah. think and feel the same as you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, but I can, I, do you know what? I actually can understand like 
um, the, the kind of annoyance of students and how they, like, they do make a lot of noise, they do moan about a lot of shit, and it's kind of like, it's, it can seem very judgmental. Um, and I think that does alienate a lot of people, especially if you haven't been to uni, because they basically everyone just seems like a wanker. You know, they just seem like a moan all the time, and they don't, you know, they don't realise actually it is a privilege to go to uni. Like, yeah, you've got to work for it. Of course you do. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a weird one. And I think actually for me now, like the weirdest thing is I went to uni thinking like, yeah, I might want to become like a lawyer or I might want to be like a barrister or go into something to do with history or go into something with politics. And now I've come out of uni and I literally haven't got a fucking clue. You know, I've come out and you go for those three years and like everyone's like, yeah, yeah, well, you work out all the way you want to be, like you fall into this kind of thing and you meet these kind of people. But it's not, it's not like that, you know, like, how, how, you know, even for, how, for anyone, for yourself, you know, how did you fall into removals? How do you, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't have sat there five, six years ago and gone, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. Literally, if I literally did fall into that, really, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I would have, I wanted to be them things younger, you know, lawyer, an architect, but you do sort of find, a, you find a niche and you sort of just try and roll with it. Mm. Um, yeah, how does that make you feel though? Now you're sort of back home, uni's over. It's weird. Yeah, and no. You it's... don't know what you want to do. Like, me personally, that would fucking drive me insane. Oh, yeah, mate. Inside, I'm literally like fucking crying all the time, literally screaming because I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with my life? And I feel like that, that is a problem. Like the people that didn't go to uni have been working for the last three years. They've been kind of like paving their way for like, you know, the last three, four years. I think that's a reoccurring theme though, people our generation or our age. I don't know a lot of people, same age as us, who are you know set. Mm. That's what they're going to do. That's what they're doing. I yeah. don't. I don't know. Um, I think the problem with that is, is you've got a lot of people. This is why I think social media is dangerous as well. Is you've got so yeah. many people going, "Oh my god, this is why I'm so successful." Yeah. Look at every, yeah. look at where I am, and you're not. Look at look at the things that I have, and you don't. And everyone goes, "Shit, there's a rush. There's a rush to be getting like a house. There's yeah. a rush to be having the best car, having the best." And then clothes. when you don't. You get fucking sad about it. Yeah. You feel like you're failing. You yeah. like you're failing. You feel like a failure. I mean, yeah. you're, just, you're just fucking depressed. Yeah. And then no fucking wonder that, I don't know, some 23 year old person goes and fucking hangs himself. Yeah. Or, I don't know, whatever kills himself in any way. It's not even surprising. Like, I don't, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Because I do <clears> think <throat> that's what social media does, has done to society. Mm. It's painted this picture and we're all trying to fucking grab the brush and paint as well. Yeah. And we fucking can't paint the same picture. No, so what do we do? It's fucking ended, isn't it? You exactly. throw it all away. Get rid of the ease and all the paint. The canvas like, is fucking yeah. And now I've got fuck all. And like, no, I know what you mean. And I think like for certainly for students, I feel like myself, like you kind of I've just sat there and basically spunk thirty six k. So I mean, like you literally. Like, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> I know, but no, <laughs> it's, it's just so much money. Oh my it's god, so much money. And then you walk out of it and you go. Yeah, fine. Like you might have a degree to show for it, but you're not guaranteed stuff. You're not. You're not guaranteed stuff at all. No. At all. You know, at the end of the day, like I think a lot of it comes from just getting your finger out of your ass and doing stuff. I can't really talk about that because I haven't done that yet. You know, I haven't. I haven't applied to a lot of jobs yet. I haven't done that kind of thing. But <clears throat> yeah, but come on, mate. You just just finished three years doing. Yeah, that's you know, what I mean about this rush. It's like you're finished. Now next yeah, year. Yeah, like yeah. there's no there's no time for let up. Like, yeah, and that's what I mean. I feel like even your twenties, it might be interesting to even have like some 30 year olds to sit down and be like, just calm yourself, do your own thing. Yeah. Because I feel like there's so much of like there's so much pressure yeah. to be set like to be able to go into a social situation and go, you're all right, mate, nice to meet you. What what do you do with yourself? What do you do for a living? And then and no, stand no, up there no, with a chest, like, yeah, oh, this is all I yeah. do. And, and you like really, say it with your fucking yeah, chest. really proud, like, I do this, and this like, Yeah. And yeah. And like no no one wants to be that kind of person that's like, yeah, well, I'm just living. Well, because you feel embarrassed, you feel mm. like mm-hmm. you feel like a twat. You know what I mean? A like, failure. Yeah, you, and like that's really not a nice way no, to feel. Of course, and I just like... feel like people need to be patient. Everyone needs to take their own time. I mean, like, you need to take your time, like, for whatever reason, whatever people are going through. I don't think it can be this whole kind of like on it, on it, on it. I, yeah, I just feel like if you're one of them people that are, are nice and you care about people, yeah, and 
and you do want to work to an extent, like obviously no, no fucking cunt wants to work. I don't want to work. Cry. I'd love to sit on my ass all day. And, but you don't get money with that, obviously. But if you, if you don't want to sit on your ass and you want to make money and you want to love people and be really nice, I don't think it matters what the fuck you do as a job. Yeah. No, it's, it's literally irrelevant. And do you, and that, uh, again, even when it comes to feminism, it comes, it, it comes from education. For example, my, <clears throat> my cousin's privately educated, right? And I think this is the thing that I've noticed between state school and private school massively, mm. is like private school children are, are just, like they're armed with a, with a mentality of you will go and do it and you will be the best. You will, like, it's always aiming hard. You will have this, yeah. you will earn a lot of money. You yeah. will have a great job. You will have yeah. a great family. You will have all of these opportunities. Yeah. And at state school, it's more of a case of, ah, you'll be all right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no, for them, the mentality is like, there's not even, there's not even an opportunity of me not having those things. Like, there's not a case of me not being rich or there's not a case of me not getting this job or not going to uni. That's not even thought about. Whereas for, for people that haven't had that, a lot of that has to come from yourself. It has to be self-compelling. Yeah. It has to kind of, you have to wake up, even yourself every day, you have to wake up every day and go and push it. Yeah. Whereas for... For you know, I think though with that, that I, I think with the whole private, I think that comes down to your teachers. Mm. I think that's so important in life. Let's not say teachers. Let's say mentors is a better word because you can have a mentor throughout your whole life in a way. Mm. And I think you need to anyway. I'd love to have one. And um, <clears throat> these these teachers slash mentors at these private schools are getting paid a fucking lot of money. Yeah. You know what I mean, they they fucking need to produce. So I feel like that's why maybe like they, you've got to be making winners. Yeah. And that's, yeah, exactly. They I mean. churn out winners. Yeah, exactly. Well. And like, I think that, that is the big difference. It's, it, it's just the mentality. Where exactly. Whereas them, them sort of state, them state teachers, them like, it's just your standard, your standard person. You went to uni like you did, got a degree, well done. Yeah. Has a lovely record, never a criminal or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, but you know what? If you're a teacher, you're teacher like, and it's like, oh, you know, you could, yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Yeah, you could do if you put, you know, you could try. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, if you, if you fuck it, if you work a little bit harder, yeah. it's not a case of you will do it. Yeah. You will go out and get yeah. this. You will fucking, you will stay behind after fucking school and yeah. fucking do another hour. Exactly. And you will learn the pythophysis. The pythophysis. I just made that one up. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the word? <laughs> Yeah, but what do you mean you'll learn the hypothesis? I meant the Pythagoras. That's oh, nice. I like that. That was close, man. That was close. Yeah, it's maths, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Pythagoras theorem. Isn't Thank you. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Fucking stay square education, mate. Yeah, man. <laughs> they love it. They love it. We, did, we learned something. <laughs> oh, but it's such man. a... Oh, yeah, but look, private schools got to make winners. Secondary school teachers, they've just got to be there. Hello. Mm. That's what I, know. Do you know what I mean. Like, yeah. no, that, that is the big difference, mate. But then, but then you realize you recognize them people that do want to make a change in these schools. And like, obviously, you know, our year at school, even to this day, I think it's tough. I think we spoke about it before, but even to this day, we're still, we were the most, we had the most A, a star to C grades mm. ever at that school we went to. Yeah. Do you yeah, know what, what I mean? And like, you know, them teachers got to feel a bit proud about that. I feel proud about that, even though, like, it's never amounted to anything. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, but again, you say it's never amounted to anything, but that's because there is that that case of, like, there's always someone better than you. There's always someone that's got more than you. There's always someone in a higher job than you. So like that. I feel like that's such a dangerous game to play with yourself. But we all play that game. Yeah. I genuinely think it's a, it's a real struggle. Yeah. Real struggle being alive in this generation. Really. Uh, do, you know, do you know what I think I'm really going to hate is in, like, when you're when there's no excuse for it anymore, because at the moment there's still a little bit of an excuse yeah, to like young, talk about. Young, yeah, 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 there's still a little bit like yeah. we're, we're not we're not too young, we're not too old. Yeah. So like there's still a bit of an excuse to basically do whatever the fuck you want. But mate, when I'm I, I can just hit, I don't <laughs> you're know like thirty two. Funny <laughs> <laughs> mate, you really got a kid in <laughs> such. You know, no, buddy, buddy, mate, you really got to stop going to the wreck, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep playing in the mug, mate. You actually can't, <laughs> mate. You can't keep playing on the bike track. <laughs> imagine, oh, imagine you, cool. like a thirty-five-year-old, hitting <laughs> the ramps on the bike track. But no, I, the thing I think I'm going to hate the most is like literally being in a pub when you're like twenty-eight. Yeah, and let's say like, you know, you don't earn a lot of money. 
and you and and you do have like you've got to be cautious with the, your expenditure and you've got to be but I'm like I just I, I wonder if the whole time you know people constantly in their heads comparing themselves to people so I mean I, I always look at people in a restaurant uh like like all grown people I wonder how many of them sit there and go I fucking earn more than you yeah or, or yeah. and there are people quietly sitting there going I feel really insecure right now because yeah. can I pay for this bill yeah. can I can I get around the drinks in do you know what I mean, I feel, like, I feel like everyone's done that. I've done that. I feel like I've literally sat there. And I feel like I've looked at someone. I thought, yeah, I'm better than you. Do you mm. know what I mean? That's just. I feel like that's just like. I feel like that's society or something. It's, that's, it's fucked up though. It's not good. And I do. I, I would, me personally, I put it down straight away to social media. I just, I feel like that. We just blame social media, and that's fine. Yeah. That's basically social media is the whole thing. Yeah. There we go. Literally, that's all it is. All right, back in hell. Last but indeed not least is is Greek. Huge, absolutely huge. Um, do you want to do you want to do you want to say say your bit on this, or do you talk, should we talk about grief overview? Uh, um, how, how how what do you think? What do you think grief is? Fucking hell, <clears throat> grief. I think grief of losing someone. It can be anything you want it to be. I, I, honestly, I feel like that's what it is. I, a lot of, a lot of, yeah, yeah. People, people deal with grief. That's what I'm saying. People deal with grief in so many different ways. Mm. And from obviously experience, I could look at ten of my best friends and say that they dealt with that in ten different ways, in a sense. Um. So yeah, um, I don't even know how. I don't even know. It's a difficult one, yeah. Obviously, it's Dom's birthday today. Um, four years since he died, and it's yeah, it's a very, it's a very hard thing to talk about. And um, I don't think that myself or any one of my friends ever spoke about it. Like we, we never spoke about it. We never, we never had, a, we never wanted to like sit down and fucking talk. Mm-hmm. I think that's so. You know, was, that's the most dangerous thing about it. Because when you're upset or you're down, you want to talk. That's more. That's the best you can do. So everyone says, and I agree. It, I feel like it is the best thing you do. But that's like when you, I don't know, that's when you talk about how you're feeling. Like you're upset because life ain't good enough. Sometimes or you're upset because you know you're not with your girlfriend anymore. Or but that shit is like that's in comparison to like that's nothing compared to like losing like like a best friend. Or for other people, I know your mother, father, brother, sister, like that's a different ball game. I mean, that, 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 that's a different type of grief, I think. Yeah. Being upset because you know you're not with someone anymore, it's, it, it's sad and it's heartbreaking, but it's that grief's so different to obviously the grief of losing someone. I think it's difficult to like, com- you know, um, no, no, it's, it was it compartmentalized in your head. Like you, you kind of put all these emotions in boxes, and like I think <clears throat> a lot of the time, actually, what like you're talking about, like I think in a way you're talking about extremes of grief. Yeah. But it kind of at the end of the day, it does boil down to loss, and I can't like and how you deal with that loss because that person that has lost a partner or you know not not like they're not dead but like you know they're, they're not with them not with them anymore yeah, yeah. Or like you know that person that's kind of i don't know that their dog started whatever you know yeah. you see how much like pets even means people yeah it is such it's such a a weird it, it's so weird because why do you think it is that people don't talk about these things is it are they scared of talking about it is it is it is it too much to talk about? And if yeah. it is too much to talk about, why is it too much to talk about? You know, what, what is it about that situation? Let's say, you know, you let's say you have lost your son or you've lost your best friend and it's, and it's someone that, that people know and stuff like that. If you all know that person, if you, if you kind of, you've had, you've had those shared memories and stuff, why is it difficult to bring up? Why is it? I don't, I don't, right, so I don't think obviously I agree, yeah, I get what you're saying. Obviously, like it's not difficult in the sense to bring up memories and stuff. But like, I'm talking personally from from when it first happened, especially. Mm. <clears throat> it was like 
none of us could get together and just say all these sad things like he's never going to be there anymore you know he's never going to do this with us anymore like none of us did that which is really hard <clears throat> so yeah like we all just sort of well i know i did block, blocked it out and so in terms of grief i don't really feel like i've grieved properly but do you know what i, I think in, in a lot a lot of the time that's what adds to grief is when you block it out because i feel like a lot of time all of that it still lingers in the back of your mind it still sits there it still sits there with you and as much as you kind of block it out i feel like there does come a point after x amount of time where it does it comes knocking on the door again and it goes talk about it or think about it or like exercise your time with it um and that's much easier said than done mm-hmm. it's just it's such a weird thing to like talk about you know the fact that you know people haven't spoken about you know haven't spoken about it and and, and a lot of people out there you know have lost people and however they wanted to find loss and they, and they don't talk about it well yeah i mean what winds me up the most though especially about you know when don billy and carl died is i hated all them people that fakeness Mm. that makes sense like it's just gonna sound really horrible i just don't even i don't even fucking care like, i don't care like when he died i had like over over like 100 and something people message me asking like if i'm like i was a bit pissed off because like it's, it's not my like, i'm i'm not his mum i'm not davina and no one like oh she needed all that i didn't like yeah i was his best friend but like i didn't want that not just that, but I'm looking at all these people's names. I'm just thinking, like, I know it's really nice, and they're just they're just trying to be nice. But like to me, it was like irrelevant. Do, uh, do you know what I mean? Case like, of like, you don't like, now. It's too late. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, literally. Like, I get messages from people that like <laughs> I knew personally. Don had never even like spoken to, or like, or he didn't even like. Yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> met met him once, and it's like now you're messaging me of all people. Hmm. Trying to, yeah, I get it, trying to be nice, but to me, I saw right through that and it's just jumping on a fucking bandwagon. Yeah. Then I, I, I fucking realised that straight away. I realised that and I've realised it even more as the years have gone on. Do you know what I mean? First year, that fucking massive drive that we did to Great Young, like, you know, all them people showing, like, so, well, I didn't, I didn't think it, but showing their fucking support and care for these three boys. Why hasn't that been? I mean, that happened the year after, yeah. And I'm, okay, the year after that, the pandemic's out. I get it. Could have happened this year, though. Could have fucking done. Why hasn't it? Do, do you know what I mean? Like, no, I can definitely see why that leads you to think it's a bad one. The crash site, I drive past their fucking area of day. I never see any come there. I never see anything there. Do you know what I mean? If anything, it needs a fucking cleanup at the moment. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, that's what really fucking pissed me off all these people just pretending <clears throat> and making themselves look better. That's what it was as well. But that, that, that is what it was. People can literally listen to this and be pissed off and go and give a fuck. That's what it was. It was just so they felt better in themselves. Mm. Look at me, I've fucking offered, not offered, but I've just like, ah, oh, like, override. Fucking irrelevant. Got nothing to do with, like, it, you, yeah. you, you make, make sure the fucking mum's right or been his friend in the first place or been there for him in the first place. Yeah. Don't be all fucking like, here now because he's died yeah and pretend to give a fucking shit do you think that do you think um that's affected any <clears throat> the way that the people that actually were close with those boys and the people that weren't that like, knew them that actually like were proper best friends with them do you think that's affected the way that they've grieved do you think that's affected the way that they have that's got in the way of you guys being able to talk about it for example or, or you know I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of, you know, especially Carl and Billy's sort of close, close ones. I haven't seen a lot of them for a while. And so I don't really know how they've dealt with it. But I feel like, I feel like all of us boys anyway, and everyone else, we were under some sort of like mutual understanding. We're all going through this. So we're all going to sort of deal with this in our own way. Which I feel like probably was the wrong thing to do. You know, definitely should have spoken about it more. Do you think they'll get to the stage where 
in that in that kind of because I think the way the way that I was I've been told about grief as well is it works in like a pendulum and um, you dip in and out of it so like you'll feel absolutely fine about it and you can you can absolutely accept it for what it is and you can you know you can kind of process it and it's fine yeah. and then you dip into that whole thing of not understanding and not and like blocking it out and not talking about it and, and not being able to comprehend it within yourself do you think with time it's something that people will speak about and they'll speak about oh it together now definitely yeah like, if we were sat here four years ago when it first happened or even like a year or three years ago like there are certain things that i can't that i can't say it upsets me too much because because it's you know it's true that i think that me and him are never going to be able to do together and that is sad and i remember you know when it first happened not even i couldn't even say them things it was just it is very it is too sad so obviously with with time i've realized that like time is the best healer of everything and, and which is so shit because i sometimes i haven't got time like do you know what i mean yeah. I don't want to be feeling like this. Fucking hell, I haven't got time for feeling like this. I need to be positive again. I don't know, wake up and be happy and that. And, but at the same time, you just got to give it time. You know what I mean? And, you know, four years later, like, yeah, it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier to talk about and, you know, see his mum and that. But as for the other boys, I don't know. We won't fucking talk about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> and that's sad because I've always wanted to. I've always like, you know, people like Ben, I would love to just fucking like, speak to me, mate. Tell me, like, what are you thinking? What are you feeling about? Like, never happened and it never has happened. Yeah. None of them. And it's, and it's not right and it's sad and it doesn't help. It doesn't help anything. Like, we never, we, you just sort of like fucking your brain up. Yeah. I do. I do feel like it fucked us a lot in the head. A lot of us in the head because it's it's something that no one should go through, especially at such a young age. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I mean. Think about the amount. Like, you know, this is like obviously we're talking about an example that's kind of like personal to us and personal yeah, to a lot of yeah. people. But you know, in a in a general way, it's like think about how many people go through that mm. and they don't speak about it. Yeah. It's never. And I think you're right. I think at the end of the day, it does get to the point where that just like it eats away until you can comprehend, until you can feel confident enough, until you can feel kind of safe enough to be able to talk about it. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's, just, it's a sad one. It really is. And it's one of them things I would never, never wish upon anyone, like, even people that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah to answer the sort of topic that we were going for the sort of the grief of losing someone um as cliche as it is it really is just time um just such a shit it's a shit answer really but that is just no but i think no as you said like it's because it's like it's it's when stuff's less war in the same way that that i think that that's when there is that comparison between losing someone or people through through death yeah. and losing people through not being with them anymore and and, and, and whatever else is kind of... It's a lot of time you can't actually reason with it and you, and you don't know what's the... But it leaves you in the same position of like, what the fuck do I do? You know I mean? like, it's, it's still loss at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and then and it, and it, to, to me though, to me though, I I don't like losing someone by like not being anymore or um being yeah I, I think like, like to me nowadays because of that because of losing someone like mm. that will that that will never come close to actually losing someone yeah who you physically can't touch and see and hold or talk to anymore uh, so that that pain is, is is a thousand times worse and just. Uh, so there's a difference between difference between grief and heartbreak. Yes, completely. Right. Grief, you grief to me, yeah, to me, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't think you can okay, you can grieve something like a breakup, but it depends what end you're on. That makes sense. Mm. Mm. Yeah, definitely. 
If you if you've like, been if you're the one that's been broken up with, yeah, I genuinely think yeah, you probably could breathe that. Of course you could, because it's out of your hands. Do you know what I mean? Mm. As someone that's broken up that person, I don't you can be sad about it. Trust me, <laughs> trust me, you can be sad about it. But if that person broke up with that person, they can change that. Mm. They can change that heartache and and that person's still alive, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can you can I don't know, swallow your pride, I don't know, whatever, why, why people break up anyone, I don't know, but like, you can sort it out because they're still there. Yeah, but I think, I think with, with stuff like heartbreak, it, it still, it kind of, it, I feel like it kind of meanders within the same field of, certainly at the start, for, for X amount of time, it's still that rawness, it's still not, it's still the whole human emotion of not being able to comprehend it. You're not used to it. Yeah, you're not, you're not yeah. used to it, like it's, it's obviously a different type of loss, but it's still like, you know, you, you have to get over not not doing all of those things again, yeah. not being able to, to. Which I think hurts the most. Yeah. I think that to me is the most painful thing about anything to do with loss, whether they're actually dead or they're still alive, but they're not with you. It's the transition. Is the fact that all them good things you guys wanted to do together and did do together, you could have done together that not being a thing anymore mm. i think that to me anyway that fucking hurts the most mm. because it's like you sort of that realization that it ain't gonna happen that just rips away do you know what i mean yeah you don't really like necessarily maybe get upset by like i don't know not smelling anymore i don't know something like that but like to me it's <clears throat> all them things that you could have done with them and you're never gonna do yeah and realizing that like, I mean, that's fucking horrible. That yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. Mm. Well, have you got any fucking joke or something? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no, that is exactly what I'm... Literally. Uh, tell so, me so, something I, I, I fucking wish we had some jokes here or a decent sketch or whatever. I, I, I feel like we need to do some like, improv dancing we or some shit. We should have fucking wrote on these there. Like, <laughs> jokes for after this. <laughs> yeah, we definitely should have. Because <laughs> I honestly feel like... Oh, whatever. Get it's been heavy. It has been heavy. But do you know what? Like, it's been a good heavy. It's been like, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, like, yeah, definitely. It's important. People, people don't fucking talk about things, you know, mm. and no one talks about anything. And the next thing you know, they're not here. And then you, and you're forever asking questions as to why were they feeling like that? And all this and all that. And it's because they weren't fucking talking. Yeah, because people genuinely, and I, I get it, I do it myself, you do people are scared to sort of open up or admit things. That's like... That's, that, I that's, think that's what's horrible, is the fact that people like almost feel embarrassed by doing these things, or mm. feel like... But I think it's at the end of the day, a lot of people don't want to put themselves in that vulnerable state. Because the moment you put yourself in that vulnerable state, you open yourself... You open a different side to yourself. Yeah. That you... That you really don't like a lot of people to yeah. see. Because like the moment you seem weak, you don't know who's gonna like take advantage of that. You There's a whole people yeah. out there man who, who don't who don't give a fuck. I'm I've met them. I know a lot of people who are just fucking horrible and they have no remorse or although they can't deal with I don't know. Well I think it's just no concept of like emotion or anything. Yeah. It's like no concept of like actual I think when you go through that stuff yourself, I think it requires, I genuinely am under the impression that it requires <clears throat> you personally to go through something that that horrible and that emotionally kind of damaging. Damaging. Yeah. In order to to be able to sympathize with yeah, you, yeah, in, in order to offer yeah. that out to other people. Because no, if, you, if you haven't been through that, at the end of the day, like, you don't really understand it. You don't, like, at the end of the day, why would you, why would you actually give a fuck? You wouldn't, you don't you wouldn't understand yeah, you it. You haven't been in that position. Um, it does, I, I honestly, I, I get that completely. It's like when people make, I know, jokes about something that they don't think is offensive or bad. It's because it doesn't affect them. Yeah. And they don't understand it. Mm. So that's why they make them jokes. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because I completely get up, I can do it, I've done it. But there are certain things that obviously, because you do know and do understand, you don't find funny when people joke about it. Do you know what I mean? And I don't know. Can... All I do know is is that people got to talk more. 
Yeah, no, I definitely said. And all I know is, can you tell me a joke, please? Honestly, I'm actually trying to think of one, but I, I can't. I, I actually can't. PG, 12A, <clears throat> theme. No, I mean, most of the stuff we're going for is pretty dark, so like, I don't even know if I could say that. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah. <sighs> do, you want, do you want to call it? No, I, thought, I reckon call it. Yeah. Um, this has been, it's been Freedom Day. Freedom Day, Wiss Wass. Episode two. Episode two. Let us know what you think, by the way. Yeah, I, I, do you know what? I'm actually really looking forward to people listening to this. And I, even even the stuff like grief, as heavy as it is, even yeah. the stuff with feminism, even the stuff in like divides in society. At the end of the day, I think for me and you as well, it creates conversation. It actually gets people talking about yeah. stuff. And like, even after the last one, when people are like, yeah, I liked it. And like, I liked how you spoke about this. Yeah, and like, yeah. yeah, it's not fucking easy to listen to, especially this episode. It's not been fucking easy to listen to. <laughs> you know? but, um, and it hasn't been easy to see it. By the way, we are sitting in like 30 degree heat. Yeah, I'm sweating on bollocks. I can literally see sweat patches. How bad am I? That is bad. Oh, oh, you're yeah. wearing a black t shirt, so it's, it's a little. Uh, yeah, so I thought we've actually endured quite a bit for this podcast. Yeah, man. both physically and mentally. But um, I do agree with what you're saying, though. I mean, I'd be, I don't even care if you want to spark a conversation. People disagree. Fucking let me know. But yeah, I'm happy for these. Yeah, I, in a way, I fucking want you to. Yeah, isn't it? Uh, tell me I'm a cunt as well. Tell me I'm a fucking dickhead. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this has been Whisper's podcast. Thank you for tuning in, guys, and we will see you. Next time. Next fucking year, probably, by the time Granny <laughs> sorts his life out. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>